team. Welcome to another episode of Pounds to Kilos. I'm your host, Ed Morrison. Today, we're going to be talking about the 2020 CrossFit Open, which is weird because it's not 2020 yet, it's 2019, but it's the 2020 season, and the CrossFit Games Open is now only, by the time you're listening to this, maybe even just a week away. And is that hard to believe? Well, it sort of is, but it sort of isn't because we've only had six months since the last Open, maybe not even that. And now we're back at it again with the restructuring of the CrossFit Open or the CrossFit Games season entirely, I should say. We, uh, we've got two this year, which is not news to you if you are, if you are watching this uh, particular uh, podcast. Um, so today's episode is about the Open, but uh, it's, there's so much content about the Open out there. And I would suggest that there's uh, people that are more interesting than me that are going to give you analysis of both... Uh, the leaderboard and um, how to approach particular workouts. Um, But what I feel I can really share, which would be of value to people, is how to make the Open run and run well at your affiliate. Um, Not necessarily the logistical pieces, because I feel like each affiliate has to do that for itself. Um, And it's, you know, you know your affiliate and your equipment and what you can and can't fit better than anybody. So as an affiliate owner or as a trainer, you can figure out the logistics. I'm more talking about the culture around the Open and how do we make the Open something which is really, really enjoyable for people to participate in. Um, It doesn't become the be-all and end-all for people who, you know, it shouldn't become that. And then for those who it is really, really important, how do we make sure that um, they they get to have the crack that they want to have at the Open? Because for some people, this is a really important time of year. You know, a lot of people, they're semi-professional athletes. They work towards this part of the season. And um, it's really important that the Open is is something that they get um, a good experience from at your affiliate. So today's episode is about five things you can do to make the Open a really enjoyable experience for your athletes at the affiliate. And keep in mind that there's more than five things that you need to do to make that happen. But these are five things that I think are sometimes overlooked. And please keep in mind that I'm being quite, uh, I guess, whenever you get sort of like these five things you can do type uh, headlines or podcasts, they're oversimplified and all of these have a, a, a bit of gray in them um, and you should you should definitely not um, just apply the rule wholesale. You should, um, you should understand how it would fit in with the culture at, at your gym and what you think of the Open. Let's, uh, let's get stuck into it, shall we? The first thing that you can do to make the Open a good experience at your gym is don't make anybody do it. So what I mean by that is don't force it down people's throats. I'm not saying that you should say nobody does it. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is don't put it to people that they have to do the Open. Um, the quote that I love, and I believe it's Greg Glassman that said this, is that CrossFit isn't for everybody, but it is for anybody. And I think the open is exactly that thing. It's something that you should promote and you should promote all the benefits of the open. And there are heaps of benefits to the open and you probably know what they are. Um, You should definitely make a, a special day or a special session by which people can do the open. So whether that's like a Friday night lights type deal, which I've been involved in many times before, the last few years at the affiliates I've been involved in, we've programmed the Open all of Monday um, and uh, and people have to book in to judge each other. And that's really, really cool. That should definitely be done. Uh, what else could you do? You could program in a way leading up to the Open to make sure people feel prepared, but don't make anybody do it. If somebody says they don't want to do it, once you potentially ask them why and then have one conversation with them about that, then that's it. 
No one has to do the open. And most of the times that I've really, really had to talk somebody into the open, I tend to regret it. Um, on the occasions where it's like a, a good athlete, it's a competent athlete says they're not going to do the open, maybe I'll just have, oh, come on, mate. Just, you know, at the very least, just see what the first workout is. And, and, and if, if you're not phased by it, why don't we just sign you up and see how you go? That one goes okay. But when it's like the person who's three months into CrossFit, has no idea what the open is, let alone what some of the movements are that will occur. I'm not saying that person shouldn't do the open, but if they don't want to do it, don't talk them into it. Just just leave them be. They, they don't need to do it. And there's just as much risk for them being disappointed if you are the one that talked them into it, telling them it's going to be a great experience as there is um, you know the potential for it to end well, which which there is always the potential, and, and I've seen it happen many a times. But I've just known that I went on the bandwagon of like I'm going to sign everyone up to the open a few times, and uh, it still has to be people's personal choice. And if they're not up for the fight, if they're not up for the challenge, um, if they don't come around pretty easily, then I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, attempt to talk them into that thing um, too quickly or too aggressively, I should say. So that's my first piece of advice making the open go well. Don't force it down people's throats. It's a great thing. If it needs to be forced, then it probably shouldn't be done for that person. The second thing you can do to make the open an enjoyable experience for everybody is, if necessary, offer an alternate workout for those that are not doing the open. Um, This can be done a number of ways. First of all, if you're programming the open on somewhere like a Friday in Australia, then program a regular day for the morning and if people are coming in in the afternoon who aren't doing the open, they should do whatever was programmed for the morning. Um, Or if you're gonna program the open as the workout of the day for something like Saturday or Monday, this is when you need to have a look at the open workout and see is this appropriate for everybody to do. Let me talk about what I mean by is this appropriate. Um, The open workouts are all exceptional workouts. I I actually enjoy, I've enjoyed every single open workout and they're amazing tests of fitness. But a test of fitness isn't necessarily the best training session. And for somebody who's new to CrossFit or for somebody who potentially doesn't want that testing experience, we need to understand that not all workouts necessarily can be put into a, a, a training type Um, context or made into a training session, I should say. Let let me give you the example. Um, Last year, one of my favorite workouts, in fact, one of my favorite workouts of all time in the open is the 19.2. It's a repeat of 16.2. It's toes to bar, double unders and cleans. And it's ascending ladder of, well, it's ascending weight and cleans. And there's a time um, extension every four minutes. It's a brilliant workout. It's a brilliant competition workout. But if somebody is not signed up to the open and somebody doesn't have the prerequisite capacity in those movements, I don't think simply scaling that workout is a great session for them. Sure, you could scale it to knee tucks, single unders, and some sort of clean, and you could give them that workout. It's like, ah, yeah, it's lighter, it's simpler skill, the volume's not out of control if you manage it. But really what they probably need is just a a new workout. So you could take that workout, which is meant to be like a 16, 20 minute AMRAP, depending on where you get to, and you could make it something more appropriate where the volume is controlled, the weights don't necessarily need to go up, there isn't this crazy time extension thing. Um, I, 
I hope it's understood that I'm not saying that these workouts can't be done outside the open. What I'm saying is that have a, have a look at, is this going to be a good experience for somebody who does not care about the competition side of the open? For those that are involved in the competition side of the open, watching a workout like that go down, it's just brilliant. Like you really get to see who can excel and, and, and you get to see the desperation of trying to make a time extension, but it doesn't work as a, as a scaled down version, in my opinion, in an affiliate setting. It's confusing. Um, and you potentially make it too easy by scaling and then you get people to um, uh, perform crazy, crazy volume. Um, so I would always look at a workout and some of the workouts work brilliantly and could always be programmed as a, as a training day at the affiliate. But I would look carefully at the workout and think to yourself, is this actually a good session if you're coming in and expecting 60 minutes of CrossFit? You know, we know what a 60-minute CrossFit session entails. It entails a general warm-up, a specific warm-up, potentially a strength piece, then potentially a conditioning piece. You are not getting your money's worth if you're not signed up for the Open. You walk into the box that day, and for whatever reason, you end up only doing seven minutes of burpees and none of the other good stuff before it. Um, if you signed up for the Open, that's what you signed up for. So um, you should expect only to get seven minutes of burpees and whatever warm-up comes with that and then the coach talking you through strategy. But for those that didn't sign up, I think it needs to be understood that it's okay and it's not, um, you're not sort of betraying the, the CrossFit name or the CrossFit games by being like, hey, you know what? You're not signed up. You're not gonna do that workout. You're gonna do this workout here. Nothing wrong with that at all. Okay, point number three, and I feel like this is one of the most contentious points that has been talked about um, in CrossFit open history, if you will, at an affiliate level. And uh, I feel like plenty of people might disagree with this. Don't be dogmatic about not letting people do it again. So what I'm saying is that there should be in some form, and you don't even have to announce it, an option for people to redo the CrossFit Games workouts. Let me qualify or clarify something. I'm not saying that you should have open gym and just let people do the workouts whenever they want. Um, that people should be educated as to why that's a problem anyway, like redoing the same workout three times in four days, it's not good for your health or good for your fitness. Um, but if you become super dogmatic about, hey, you cannot do this workout at our affiliate more than once, I think it actually is in the rules of the CrossFit Games Open that you can do these workouts twice. So you're effectively denying them something that they're very well entitled to considering they paid their $20 to sign up. So how do you go about offering something here because you can't possibly run the Open just non-stop for four days, people come in whenever they do it. I think you just have to have an option and you have to have conversations with people that make them understand whether it is appropriate to retest or not. So the option that I've seen work very, very well is that, hey, the CrossFit Games Open is gonna be performed at these times for the group and anyone who wants to do it should do it at these times. If you wish to redo the Open, you can do a personal training session with one of the coaches at a personal training rate, maybe a 30 minute PT, because that's how long the Open would take at times. Yeah. Or 
you could find somebody to judge you and you can both come in and if as long as that person is happy to judge you and someone one of the uh, affiliate managers can be there then we can throw down again believe it or not i think it makes total sense that some of your athletes should be allowed to redo it and some of them shouldn't for example the athlete that is genuinely interested in going to a sanctional event or qualifying on a team should be allowed to redo an open workout in my opinion does the person who wants to finish in the top 5,000 in their age group in the world, do they have the right to want to redo the Open? Absolutely, they have the right to want to redo the Open. However, as a coach, you would probably have a discussion with them about how is it really worth it? Whereas with the sanctionals athlete, I would suggest that it is really worth it. Like, hey, I know that this is not the best training stimulus for you, but we want to get there, so let's let's do this again. I need you to do this again. I've said it to people before. Hey, you, you, like honestly, you did great in that workout, but you're you're only five thousandth in the world. I don't know if you could get a few more reps, and even if you do, I don't think it's going to make that big a difference. They're two very reasonable conversations: one with the person who's going to go to sanctionals or trying to, and one with the person who's you know realistically just trying to test their fitness. Um, but. I, I, I can't state enough. I would not be the person who at the affiliate says nobody is allowed to redo workouts. Um, and if you are that person who is saying that, um, all power to you, then you better not be redoing workouts as well um, because I think that's a really bad look. But personally, I think you should have some pathway to allow athletes to redo workouts because it's in the rules that they can do that um, and I think, it's, I think it's only fair to have an option, even if it's one that you know many people wouldn't take up. How many people are gonna pay for a personal training session? Trust me, not, not many to redo an open workout, especially if it crushes them into the ground like most of the open workouts do. So that's my third piece of advice. Make sure that there is an avenue for people to redo it, even if it's only an avenue that you know that a very small percentage would take. Okay, point number four, and this is definitely a piece of advice that has taken me a while to adhere to. I would not talk about your personal experience with the workout when briefing it to a group of athletes. Um, when you want to speak to an individual and give them advice, certainly you could speak to them about what worked for you and what you would or wouldn't do differently and how that might actually benefit their experience. But when talking to the group and briefing the group on the open workouts, I would not talk to the experience that you had with the workout earlier in the day or you know yesterday or whatever it was whenever you did the open workout. Here's why. I've seen a lot of CrossFit workouts and irrespective of how well they're scaled, a lot of different workouts have a lot of different, uh, they provide a different experience for different people. So for example, um, Fran, for somebody who can do it really, really well, is going to be a different experience for somebody who's new to CrossFit, no matter how much that new person scales. I could still get that new person to scale and pull in Fran in a similar time to somebody who's uh, an elite athlete. However, it's still gonna be a very different experience. Um, why am I talking about Fran and, and the experience that two people will have? I think when you talk about your experience with the open workout, you potentially forget that it's a very, very different experience for um, the novice athlete, for the new athlete, um, for the athlete that doesn't have capacity in a particular skill. So when you talk about like, hey guys, this workout's all about the, your ability to hang on to the toes to bar. 
And it's like, well, this person can't even get to the toaster bar because they don't have double unders or whatever it might be. It's like, guys, this this you know this workout's all about trying to hang on to the bar and cycle it for large sets. And it's like, well, that that barbell is actually this person's one RM. Keep in mind that the open workouts can't be scaled. Yeah. So, I mean, there is a scaled option, sorry, but you can't change the, the scaled option and you can't change the RX option. So when you talk about, hey, this is how it's meant to be done, understand that people can't change it to do it like that. Um, so I would always brief the workouts and understand that what you're gonna need to do is brief each individual piece and then go through the different ways you would tackle that piece depending on what your skill level is with like with it. Um, you know, when it comes to something like chest to bar pull-ups, you're gonna to have to speak to how to tackle it if you can do 30 unbroken chest to bars or if you can only do one at a time. But you can't give that usual brief of, hey guys, we want these chest to bars in sets of 10s. So if you can't do sets of 10s, grab yourself a band. It's like, that's that's not how the open works. So. I would um, I would just be very careful to the idea that yeah guys look with this part of the workout like I was I found that this was a really the easy part of the workout you know I was able to do this unbroken and then I had a rest before I moved on to this part and it's like that's not going to be how it goes down for most people yeah, well, sorry not most people but that's not how it's going to go down for everybody so you can really isolate people and make people feel like they're not good enough or they're really stuffing up the open if you give this brief of the workout that's like hey you should do it like this and it's like they, they can't do it like that like they, they definitely can't do it like that so be careful about how what expectations you set up around what people can do um, with uh, with particular workouts with the way that you brief it fifth and final thing about making the open an enjoyable experience is continue to work on things in the affiliate that have no relation to the open or don't necessarily need to be justified because hey we might see this in the open let me give you like the uh the classic example of this it's like um the ring muscle up um appears in the open and for three or four days um we're running progressions of the ring muscle up and an emom of the ring muscle up like two days before people have to do the workout with ring muscle ups. The ring muscle up workout is done, that week of the open finishes, and then we don't see the ring muscle up in the affiliate programming for the next five weeks. Yeah. I think it's really important that people understand that as the open goes, concurrently you have to have them working on all other aspects of their fitness. and. Just because something might not appear in the open or has already appeared in the open doesn't mean that it doesn't need to be worked on for them to improve their fitness. Um, I think there's a, and I've fallen into this trap many times before, there's a temptation to always justify everything that we're doing because of the opens going on. So it's like, hey guys, we're, uh, we're doing a workout with box jumps today. Um, box jumps haven't appeared in the open in the last two weeks. We expect them to appear sometime later this uh, this open. Um, I've actually given a brief and I gave a brief like that this year, but it doesn't have to be done for everything that, that you do in the box. Um, I know this is very, very hard to, to do, but if possible, I would make a point of really working on something during the open and giving that a lot of airtime so that people know that, hey, the open's not the only thing going on in the gym at the moment. 
Like, uh, I'm gonna give you just a small example. It's like, hey guys, every Friday for the next four weeks, we're gonna be doing uh, some handstand work. We're really keen for everybody to get their handstand walking better. And that little cycle that you might do on handstand walking, it does not in any way have to talk about like, hey, handstand walking might be in the open. Now that's obviously an added benefit that, hey, we're working on a skill that we think might appear in the open, but I don't think you need to sell everything like that. There's two reasons why I think this is a good idea. One, I think it's really important for those that are doing the open to know that it's not the be all and end all and that there's plenty of other things that they can do to one, work on their fitness and two, to, to really sink their teeth into. Um, because if the open's not going well for them, it's like, it's not like they have to stop training or give in, um, you know, or, or, or think there's nothing else they can do. And two, there's plenty of people that aren't doing the open. So let's make sure that they've got something to get excited about. And it's like, cool, there's a, there's a hand, I'd love to hand stand walk. I, I, it's a great skill for me to work on. And uh, there's no mention that like, this is like a special open prep thing that I'm not doing. So cool, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get stuck into that. It doesn't have to be handstand walking, by the, by the way. It could be a squat cycle. It could be, uh, you know, working on any other skill or strength piece or maybe a hero wad Fridays or whatever it is. Uh, I would definitely try to have something else which is exciting going on in the affiliate. And I know, I know that's so tough because when the open is going on, it just feels like it's all consuming. But for the people that aren't doing the open, even for a lot of them that are, it's just not something that, they want to be their entire world. So it's nice if you can assist them in, in showing them that there's way more to CrossFit than just the CrossFit Open, even in the, in the middle of the Open. All right, team, so these are five things that you could do to make the Open an enjoyable experience for your athletes as they perform the Open. And keep in mind that I'm talking about those that want to qualify for sanctional events and those that are just trying the Open out for the first time. Let me recap them so that we're really clear. Number one, don't make anyone do the open. Talk about the benefits, talk about how cool it could be for them to experience the thrill of competition, but if someone doesn't wanna do it, don't shove it down their throat, okay? Number two, think carefully about if you think the open workout is scalable for somebody who isn't doing the open. It's not a crime to take the open workout, rearrange the order of the format and the movements and give that to the person that came in just to do a CrossFit session who isn't signed up to the open. You can still keep the essence of the workout, but if it doesn't work logistically, it's just gonna be a pain. There's nothing wrong with doing that for those that didn't sign up. Number three, don't be dogmatic about not letting people do it, uh, redo it. Yeah, if somebody wants to redo it, there has to be an avenue for them to do that. And if that means it's a paid PT session, then so be it, but it's in the rules that they can redo it. So if they wanna redo it, let them redo it. Don't talk about your experience. Your experience won't reflect everybody else's experience. You can talk to individuals about it when you think it might be helpful, but don't do it to the group because there's just too many different people there for them to be able to relate to how your experience was with the workout. Those workouts, they go down very, very differently for a lot of different people. And try not to justify everything that you're doing in the affiliate as, hey, in the open we might see this. You should be programming all types of things. You should be coaching and scaling in a way which is for the long term, not just for the short term performance of the open. You don't need to talk about the open in every session during the five weeks that the open is on. Um, and I think that means that people get this nice little breather between each workout is released. Guys, I hope this was helpful. I'm looking forward to the open so much. I hope that doing these things helps the, uh, the atmosphere around the open in your affiliate um, and uh, keep converting pounds to kilos.